Hello, my name is Chris Chai and you are listening to Launch Bike, coming to you from our homes on Sunday, July 13th, 2014. With me and my regular co-host, Brian Lee. Hello. We here at Launch Bike talk about starting up in Singapore and share our experiences, lessons and thoughts. Launch Bike is part of the Balkan Network, a network dedicated to bringing you the latest lifestyle and tech news. This week, we are talking about whether you, as an entrepreneur, should be blogging. Why blog? Who are some of the interesting blogger entrepreneurs? Does it affect your startup? All this and more coming up in the show. Brian, how are you doing? I am good. I feel uh, dislocated. Oh no, how, how should I put this? <laughs> Yesterday, uh, and so this week, interesting uh, stuff for me. I'd like to share mm-hmm. with the listeners. Uh, first thing was, yesterday I had a 16-kilometer uh, 16, 16 run. I was uh, with some of my friends. So we went crazy. We decided to do a bit of long distance. Uh-huh. So I came back feeling... Uh, like my legs are dislocated away from my body. <laughs> so this morning, uh, they wanted to do again, but this time around, uh, a shorter run, but was a faster pace, 10k run. So when okay. I came back, uh, I turned on the comm and when I uh, messaged you and said I'm all ready, I, I feel like, and I had my coffee, I feel like my top body and my head is so clear uh, and all ready for the podcast. I just reached the bo- uh, second half of my, the lower half of my body. I feel that, hey, there's numb and no feeling. <laughs> it's well, it's yeah, quite fun. The good fun. thing is that you're sitting down, so I guess that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like um, the run is cool. Uh, how is your run coming for you? Um, I kind of missed a lot of running this week, but I'm going to get back on track later on. Yeah, um, you, can, you should do it yeah, in the... I know. Uh, <laughs> like you said, like it's quite easy to drop off and mm-hmm. it's quite easy to uh, get out of the habit of running. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but something that I'm... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Something that I'm definitely going to work on. Um, my week has been interesting as well. Yesterday, I went for a workshop organized by UXSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very interesting community. They are all volunteers. They are not doing this for profit in any way. So um, what they did was they walked through some of the principles behind Lean UX and how to apply it to the Lean startup methodology. So it was very interesting. Um, I met a lot of cool people there who are in the industry as well and trying to figure out like what is UX and how can they really apply it to their client work as well as their own companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, if you guys are interested in learning what UX is about, please go check out uh, the events that are held by UXSG. It looks like it looks very promising. It was held at the National Design Center, which is an extremely cool building. So that's another thing that you guys can check out as well. Yeah, it's uh, a free event. It was a paid event. Okay, uh, how much was it? I think for good reason. Uh, it was twenty dollars. Okay, yeah, it was a very small fee for a uh, three hours a three hour workshop. It was the first time they were running it, so it was a little bit, um, they were all a little bit new to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's something that they're going to be improving upon and probably doing again sometime soon. Um, it's The reason why they charged $20 was actually quite simple as commitment. Uh. 
yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's really for not for them to make, make any profit. money off of it. It's for people to uh, commit $20 and then when they wake up on that day, they make sure that they go down. Mm-hmm. It's a small fee and at the end of the day, you actually learn quite a lot from it. So I highly recommend um, checking out US history and see where they're going and whether or not you can learn things from them if you're interested in this field. Nice. Yes. Oh, so uh, Tuesday, I went to... Uh, I went to give a talk. Actually, I went to this talk together with Marcus from Carousel. Uh, it was a business school event where we were invited. Uh, <laughs> invited sounds so nice. Uh, we were invited to go there and uh, share our entrepreneurship experience. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when so when I, so each of us have like roughly maybe ten minutes or fifteen minutes to share our startup experience. So, Carousel, uh, Marcus went first. So when Marcus handed me the mic, I, uh, I actually had slightly prepared for the event. At least I know what I'm going to say and uh, what I intend to say and share with the audience about you know, like startup life and all. Mm-hmm. Then I realized when, I hand, when the mic is handed over to me, it was like a moment of blank. It's like <laughs> sitting in the exam hall, it's like you're all ready for your maths question. You go in, all prepared, sit down. Suddenly when the paper comes to you, they realize then how then how should I start this question? Right? At that moment and my hands start to tremble. Oh so wow. weak. It's not I, I know that uh, my hand is tremble, it's just that uh it's not those significant trembling that uh, others will see. Right, right. Yeah, so uh like it takes about five minutes maybe, so I start to rumble some stuff. Anyhow say uh, uh talk about some NOC stuff to hold hold it first until the uh what I want to say comes back. But after I talk about the NOC stuff, I just bled on the uh the real stuff. Lah. That means I never actually follow the script. Have you had this kind of moment? I'm trying to describe the moment to you that when you're all prepared you go to a certain talk, uh when you really want to share something that, mm-hmm. that whatever they were prepared was not used and you end up just sharing your real experience which is much more engaging with the audience. Um, Be it a like, CS module that you'll share or whatever. I suppose I haven't really had the opportunity to like just share experiences mm-hmm. as a whole because I'm also actually still pretty new to this, um, to the whole startup scene and stuff like that. So... No, no one's invited me. <laughs> not yet, but, not yet. Yeah. But, we'll see. Um, but the main thing is, whenever I prepare for any presentation or any talk or any sharing session, right, um, mm-hmm. usually what I do is I have just point form or ah. some notes that I bring along with me on a small scrap of paper. It doesn't have to be a notebook or anything. Like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to contain everything, but it's a way to keep yourself on track and feel um, more I guess, more comfortable with Mm. what you're going to share. Yeah. So, uh, as for, like, keeping it real and, like, really talking about what your thoughts are at that point in time, um, it's happened before, I Mm. suppose, when I was talking to, um, I can't remember what event this was. It was a a course, and then I think they had just, I just started um, working with you guys and, Colin invited me back to talk about uh, how I organize things and work uh, with different teams. So I kind of just shared like, oh, you know, uh, this is how I felt. This is the process that I went through. And 
uh, here are some of my learnings, but it wasn't really like a step by step. Or it wasn't really structured in any way. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not like I'm pouring out my feelings or anything. Like, it was really just walking through my thoughts. Uh, it felt a bit disjointed. I could have <laughs> done better, but yeah. 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 Uh, so when I start sharing, right, I also jump around. I start to like hear talk a bit, there talk a bit. Uh, yeah. But I did get uh, the overall view. So after so after the sharing, so a mm. lot of people will come, not a lot of people, some people will come over and ask questions and all. Yeah. Uh, because these are business school students, and not only students, they are alumni. Right. Uh, they are like slightly out of the tech scene. They do a lot of stuff. Some run their own cafe, some run their own blog shop, some run their own fashion house, whatever. Uh, but I see a problem. Okay, this can be a good and a bad problem. Uh, the thing about this is the media is portraying that, I feel, is portraying that the tech scene is now growing and there are lots of money in it. Because right. the first question that a lot of people ask when after the talk, right, is, hey, how do you raise this, uh, how do you get this grant? How do you raise this fund? If yeah. I do not have a technical founder, can I still raise this grant? Yeah. It was a lot of question on how can I get the money? Yeah. <laughs> there was very little question on does my business plan work? Does this yeah. model work? So I think it's You're right. I think it's a con in my perspective. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think but, it's a problem. Yeah. I think that um, the thing a lot of people are worrying about is how to get money in mm-hmm. the first place where the real problem is like what are you going to spend the money on? How are you going to execute your idea? Is this enough money? Yeah. No one really thinks about that first. It's more like, hey, there's free $15,000. Maybe I should go get it. It's like, come on. Yeah. So, I think our mainstream media need to do something about it. Because yeah, I was quite I surprised so to be receiving on this question. But, we shall not go too deep on that. We can just have a separate topic. We should go back yeah. to our this week's topic. Yeah, definitely. And um, in fact, this week, we're going to be talking about something that you and I have discussed for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about blogging. Yes. And uh, you are a very regular blogger and very consistent with uh, the content that you put out. Mm-hmm. But I have been trying to start blogging, but never really seem to be able to... Dropping mm. off after a few times. <laughs> yeah. And like literally, it's only after one post and I'll be like, uh, okay, <laughs> I'll do it next week. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I wanted to get to know like what your thoughts behind blogging is. Why do you uh, find it so important? And also, um, I'll probably walk through some of the reasons or some of my excuses Mm -hmm. of why I don't blog and also some of the things that I feel about blogging and entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and how it works together. So uh, first, let's start off. Um, Brian, why do you blog? So why do I blog? Because... um... Let's see, when I, uh, my first actual tech startup blog, talking about my startup life and now, I actually started right after, uh, in 2009. So after, mm-hmm. after I came back from NOC, NOC Shanghai, where I started to talk about like, uh, my experience there, how the Chinese are so hungry for success and uh, mm-hmm. what are they doing, even though uh, they have a, they are startup environment is not as vibrant as us yet that time they are still trying a lot of stuff and all so i started talking about that and when i start to receive comments and uh from readers they start engaging with the readers then i begin to blog more on a it's like naturally because i want to share more of my stuff and i want to know what other thing 
what others think about uh, this particular issue about like starting up, startup life? Is it really that hard or do you really have to contrib- contribute like 24 hours or even the 25th hours into your startup life? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I start writing all that. Mainly is to have conversation and build a relationship. Ah, mm. okay. So, um, one of the things that I found about blogging is that, um, personally, I blog because I want to think about a topic, mm-hmm. I want to think about it deeply, and I want to put it out in writing, because that's one of the ways that, um, you know, I have time to really reflect on what's happening and what's doing, and it does give insights. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also actually part of the reason why I started this podcast with you, because mm-hmm. I wanted to know what other people felt, what other people thought. And also, it gives me opportunity to just have my ideas out there on the table, discuss the ideas with you, mm. and also to uh, really think about what does it mean. Um, but to me, what stops me from actually blogging is the time commitment and the amount of energy. And uh, in honesty, like there's a certain quality that mm. I expect from uh, what I would write, mm-hmm. and it's very hard for me to hit that quality for several reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about uh like the quality aspect of a blog? I I know that uh a lot of people they have they face this problem. So mm. when they want to start a blog, they uh so they just go to like WordPress and they start a blog. Then the next moment they have an empty empty sheet of paper or rather a screen that is like white and you have to try to fill in something. And yeah. that is where all the hurdles, the the barriers starts starts to come they yes, call it the writer absolutely. block i just feel that sometimes people are lazy to write more stuff on it <laughs> uh, absolutely i admit my laziness i am a very lazy person but that's it yeah um it's i think that to so your question is like how can you maintain a regular blogging or or okay so my question is um if you are concerned about quality right uh-huh. uh, how do you um how do you keep writing Okay. And why or is quality a concern for you? Okay, so in my <laughs> for me, particularly for me, right, uh yeah. quality is not actually a concern. It okay. is not that I want to generate content just to drive traffic, mm-hmm. but um whatever I feel at that point of time or I have a particular uh thought on a particular issue, so let's say, for example, uh, earlier on we discussed that the problem that people are now always looking for funding first rather than tackling the problem. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to discuss this. I like to the startup community to know. Yeah. I like to hear the response. I'll just write it. And uh, it will be pure, like straight from the heart. There's no organization of convers- uh, the organization of the paragraph and all. It's just like whatever I want to write, I'll start with a title, then I'll just mm-hmm. continue writing. So I'm not really concerned about the quality because I know I'm sharing the real experience. However, mm. there are bloggers out there who are uh, particularly focused on quality rather than yep. just uh, sharing experience. They want to make sure their articles are more to articles than sharing experience. So it really depends the uh, angle yes. that you're setting the blog. That is. So for example, uh, if you're running a tech blog, offering mm. uh, analysis or even opinions of certain apps, you need to maintain a quality because it's like a general reason, it's like reporting. But yeah. if it's a personal blog, you mm-hmm. are just sharing your experience. Having typo, having spelling mistake is just part and parcel. But yeah. the gist okay. is you need to let 
people know that hey you hate this issue hey you love yeah. this issue so actually um, one of the things that stopped me was that i always tried to write long form blog posts uh-huh and um, I think there was a point in time where I was like coming up with uh, guides for like how do you use Trello, how do you think about project management, mm-hmm. what are the uh, principles behind it, and I was very passionate about the topic, right? But mm. my long form was really like maybe an essay of like four or five pages long kind of thing. And then when I read it, I felt okay, this is just way too heavy mm-hmm. to absorb, and also at the same time, like I can't possibly do this every week. It takes up way too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you that there's actually two kinds of bloggers out there. There's the kind that shares their experiences and their thoughts, and this is easy to do on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And then there are those that are uh, trying to put out, in a sense, feature articles oh, yeah. um, about particular topics or about a particular, a very deep convers- having a deep conversation about a particular um, idea or topic. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was confusing these two kinds of bloggers. I was trying to do like a deep analysis of a topic on a weekly basis or something like too often. And that was really what stopped me, I felt. Mm -hmm. And now, only now that when I'm thinking about it, right, then I realize that that's probably not the smartest way to do things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that is one of the fears, right, on my end, that Mm -hmm. uh, it's not good enough. Someone else has already talked about it before and... I'm probably just repeating something that someone else said. And at the end of the day, uh, I think it was really unfounded fears. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right that, you know, you should really just get out there, say what you want to say. And if people resonate with what you're talking about, right, they will respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So probably something that I should be thinking about if I ever start blogging again. But for me, the biggest concern is really just time. At this point, and yeah, and in fact, there are. So the truth is, a lot of people find blogging a hassle because, yeah. uh, you know, you need to spend time. At, at at the very least, you need to sit down a good an hour to decide what you want to write about. Uh, yeah. So, like, how long do you usually spend blogging daily? Say, daily. Uh, yeah. So if I if it's still short form kind of blog where, for example. Let's say tech and tech in Asia, so maybe Terence wrote something interesting, and I have a certain view. Uh, so I will do a quote, certain quote from his uh, article, and I will give my personal opinion. That is like fifteen minutes, thirty minutes, mm. because that uh, is like day to day basis. But if I have a long form article, uh, like, but my long form is nothing of four to five pages. My long form is maybe what one one and a half page maximum. And uh, that will take me about one to two hours because I will write it first, then I'll do a reread, then I'll edit a bit, then I'll send it out. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of blogging platforms uh, that is coming out to fill in the void. Uh, if you take a look, like uh, what Tumblr is doing is trying to solve mm-hmm. the problem of giving you just an empty piece of paper or yeah. rather a screen. Is allowing yeah. you to just throw out a photo or even throw out a GIF and maybe have some opinion like say, hey, this World Cup, Match sucks. That's that's all. <laughs> one one sentence with a gif that communicates. The, yeah, it communicates yeah. the value. Uh, there is also like the typical WordPress style. Mm-hmm. The typical WordPress. There is also uh, day one. You know the very fantastic app that yeah. they use the to do so, is. They have turned into a publishing platform. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. You can now have your... Check it out again. Uh, like, uh, day1.com slash your name or something like that. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so they yeah. are making it easy for people to publish their stuff to share their things online. Yeah. That's great. I think day one was, had a very good um, interface for building the habit of uh, journaling your own activity. Yeah, journaling your thoughts. Yeah. But I did not know that they were moving into publishing. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but so, I just want so, to add to, not, not to add, just to like uh, pull, put the focus on, is like blogging, everyone has their issues and all, but mm-hmm. right now you, you are also starting to see that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, founders, especially those from the uh, you know, the Silicon Valley side, they're starting to write about their experience, right. how are they yes. facing their issues. So a good example mm-hmm. is like uh, Joel from yeah. Buffer. Oh, well, he's basically sharing everything from the from the start of Buffer, how it was created, how the idea came about, to what is it doing now, and even to their salary, how much are their staff are getting their salary, who mm-hmm. are their investors, and what is their monthly revenue. They're, he's basically sharing everything. <laughs> yeah, and actually, to that end, right, um, I was going to ask you, like, how, how does, does this, this affect, affect you and your startup, startup interests? And I think you brought up a very good thing in that. Uh, Buffer? And yeah. Joel, and Joel, sorry, yeah. uh, actually a very good um, example of how a CEO is mm-hmm. blogging about um, life, day-to-day life in a company and it's actually very good insights mm-hmm. into uh, how the startup life is like and how we should be benchmarking our um, own like goals and our own uh, operations against them. I mean, of course, it's not entirely uh, the standard or anything but it's just a good place to start mm-hmm. start thinking about yeah but, but the issue about this is um, so I I can think of two issues one is if you shouldn't you as the founder be focusing on building your team building your product that's the first thing second thing is are there certain things that you cannot share. For example, maybe your investors are not comfortable with you revealing your revenue to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think um, this is a responsibility of the blogger himself. If he wants to share these kind of things, um, and it is, it's something that he has to clear with all the people involved. Mm-hmm. Because as much as you want to share everything about your company, right? You're not the only person with a stake in the company. You're not the only person who cares. And some people might be uncomfortable with mm-hmm. you sharing this information. Um, I believe in transparency. I believe that um, everyone will benefit from knowing exactly where you're going. But, of course, investors might not agree. Yeah. And it takes away your time from uh, focusing on building your product. That's true. Uh, I do feel that Especially because you do have to dedicate time. At the end of the day, in order to blog well, Uh or in order to blog at at all, right, you need to dedicate like maybe an hour or two uh, to thinking about what you're writing, write it, and then after that, publishing it and answering any comments that have come along with it. But at the same time, I don't know how you feel about this, but as we brought up before, it's a way to think about a particular topic. It's a time where you reflect Mm-hmm. on a particular topic and I actually read this quote uh, from Mark Birch uh, who's also a blogger who was actually weighing in on whether or not entrepreneurs should blog mm-hmm. and um, what he said 
I quote this, For me, this is my downtime in that it affords me the opportunity to think expansively on ideas or to think deeply on a topic. And what I feel is that, uh, okay, sorry, uh, that was end quote. And what I feel is that uh, we as entrepreneurs spend too little time reflecting on what's happening. And because of that, we either miss opportunities or we go down paths that we should have spotted that are wrong. Um, and by forcing ourselves to really reflect on what's happening and what we're doing, this could actually benefit your startup. Yeah. So there's, uh, so there's both sides to this currently. So right now is, uh, uh, we started off the topic with like, uh, should, should we be blogging? So we talk about some of the hurdles and all. So yeah, when we reach the, level. yeah. And mm. now we reach the stage where if you are a founder, should you be blogging? And we stated some of the, uh, the pros and cons. Mm. Um, so we also read on some articles that talks about uh, uh, like blogging, the time taken for blogging. So what your take is about right now is a form of downtime to think and reflect about stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking, so take for example, uh, Evie Williams, when he first started Medium, so right, he started uh, medium. He he wrote a lot of stuff. He right encouraged people to like uh, read about medium. Then what is it gonna be? How big uh -huh. his team? Who is joining his team? Like all the superstar JavaScript people are joining his team. And yeah. um, but now you don't see any of this blog coming about. So he yeah. writes very little. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Used to be like once a week. Now I think maybe two months once. Yes, yeah. he has stopped blogging to focus on his blogging platform. Yeah. So will you? So if I'm a reader, I feel you know I feel. Mm, okay, if I am a reader, I don't feel comfortable. I feel that hey, you are abandoning me. Being yeah, you abandon me right after you gather some success and you know, I okay. kind of feel um, this way. Um, I was thinking about that and again it comes back to the idea that we were talking about um, before where there are two kinds of bloggers right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the day to day thoughts and then there's also the feature writer kind mm -hmm. of blogger mm -hmm. and in this case I feel like what he shares is actually very in depth and very much in uh, in the line of like here are the lessons we learned and at some point right these lessons kind of run out and ah, he has yeah. to spend time like gathering more insights and doing more things mm -hmm. before he has uh, content that he can share. So I was wondering, like for the bloggers that you follow, right? Mm -hmm. Do you really expect them to put out like weekly content at the very least or daily content if they do if they do that? A considering considering, right, that their main job is not content creation, mm -hmm. but rather it is working on a particular product and what they're sharing is their experience in building this product. Ah, so this is a bit challenging because the bloggers that I follow are a mixture of uh, independent develop, uh, entrepreneurs, meaning they mm -hmm. don't raise any fund, and those who are startup, those who raise fund, and uh, those who are more independent entrepreneurs, they blog on a more frequent basis because they they are using the blog to do two things. First, to communicate the idea of their product. Mm -hmm. Second, to have a conversation with their readers. Mm -hmm. 
So it's kind of a weekly thing, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of used to it to be receiving content for them uh, by subscribing to their email. Yep. And I feel that because of this, I'm more engaged with uh, those independent entrepreneurs compared to uh, a good example is uh, so is it called Joel? I keep talking saying him that he's um, Joel. Joe. Joe, okay, so Joe from Buffer, right? Mm-hmm. In the past, I used to subscribe to his email, and his email keeps coming every week because like uh, Buffer now raised so much. Buffer now does this, does that, does. Well, every week I feel that hey. I, I even feel that I'm like part of the team, man. I'm just like following what is happening mm-hmm. to him. Yep, yep. But as he starts to drop off, <clears throat> writing less, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of like mm, distance away from his blog and I don't actually right, follow right. anymore. Yeah, so this is currently the situation. Yeah. 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 I'm, I, w- I won't say that I will be expecting, but mm-hmm. I believe that I have a better relationship with those who write regularly. You're more engaged. With yeah, I'm more engaged. Right, uh, for yeah. sure, I think so. Yeah. So that's for the the bloggers that I follow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think it does uh, help with publicity quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It does help with um, generating buzz around your product mm-hmm. if you have a personality behind, uh, you know, your company because. Ultimately, the CEO is the face of the company, and if he builds this relationship with uh, his users or with other people in the startup community, uh-huh. then it becomes uh, much. It becomes much more personal. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. How- so I again, I don't know. Like it depends on the person and what he's trying to achieve from blogging. Uh-huh. Uh Ultimately, to me, it's kind of like a. It's a. It's the reason why I do this podcast. Mm. Is to start conversations and to have a record of what my thoughts are and to really analyze, you know, uh, a particular topic. Uh-huh. And that does not really lend itself well to building a personal relationship with uh, people because if you do, like, say, uh, quick updates and uh, talking about your life or your company's life in this case, then it builds this um, sort of, hey, you know, we're friends, I'm sharing with you what's happening in my life right now. And it feels a lot more personal. But if you're really there just to gather insights, to share insights, then I don't know if that's really possible to build this kind of personal relationship in a consistent way. Uh Uh-huh. So this particular guy, uh, we all read, and no, we all read, you know, the media article that we had, uh, who is... Who is this guy uh, from Kissmetric? Oh, so the founder of Kissmetric. He said, he's, and I quote him, he says that... Uh, Ryan Hoover? Uh, no, the Heaton Shah. Kissmetric, he said, the more you block, oh. the less you are building. Yeah, so this he had this phase. Oh, right. Because yeah. uh, his take is, there is no successful entrepreneurs that, are, that blocks a lot. And, and that's true, right? Because Steve Jobs don't block it's- a lot. It's very, <laughs> it's very different. Like, it's it's a very general statement to make. Uh-huh. Uh And yes, y- the argument can be made that it does take time away from building, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's really it's whether, really or, whether not, or not. I don't feel like blogging should be lumped together with whether or not um, you're a successful entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not a exclusive or kind of thing. It's whether or not your personality goes well with blogging whether or not blogging helps you as a person grow or helps you as a person to reflect on what your company is doing yeah 
and like when you look at um, yourself and myself right you're very much in tune with blogging and i am a very different uh animal in a sense in mm-hmm. that i do my reflection in other ways mm-hmm. and uh in this case i don't blog i podcast oh yeah <laughs> yeah so i don't feel is it either or thing at all uh, yeah. mm sure Okay. Um, I think uh, we've hit the half hour mark. Oh, so, okay. Um, to wrap up, uh, Brian, I would like to know, like, what is what are some other interesting bloggers that you follow? Uh, so let me list out three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow okdoc.com. Okay. So it's o okdorkcom So this guy, uh, he runs uh, AppSumo. So the founder of Absumo, ah, he talks okay. about a lot of marketing and how you hustle for more uh, users and all, and the mm. strategy that he use. The second one is uh, Rachel Andrew. She's a mm-hmm. bootstrapper. She runs mm-hmm. her own web dev company and okay. created a own uh, CMS system for small businesses. Talks a lot about how she bootstrap and shares a lot of link about bootstrapping and the, uh, the hurdles to bootstrapping and how you can overcome it. So that's the one. Uh, lastly, I follow the Sparkline. Sparkline mm-hmm. is also uh, all these are weekly content I receive all them. So Sparkline is also for independent uh, entrepreneurs. They uh, they are they are three man team and uh, each of them run their own small business. Talk about how to gain traffic for your site and um, how to build up your audience and how being small can be an advantage for your business. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And also. Uh... How about your own blog, Marion? Oh yes, uh, yes, my own blog. So anyone that is interested, you can look for me on bossly.co, B-O-S-S-L-E.co. Oh, but I like to do a plug. Yes, shameless mm-hmm. plug. Uh, yeah. I have a weekly newsletter that yeah. consolidates all the uh, blogs that I read, uh, interesting articles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'll share it in the weekly newsletter, and that is called The Boss List. Uh, you can find it on bit.ly slash the T-H-E-B-O-S-S-L-I-S-T Okay, cool Yes Alright, so um, Where else can they find more about you, Brian? Uh, oh, yay, again uh, <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at L-E-E-T-U-C-K-S-I-N-G And you can find me on Twitter as well At E-N-T-T-Y-C As you can see, Brian's a lot more active on the internet than I am <laughs> Which is why he's such a great blogger and I'm not um, you can also find out more about us at LaunchBite at www.launchbite.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter as well with the same handle. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye.